Welcome to Five to Thrive, five strategies to equip and empower educators, parents, and students to thrive. And here are your hosts, Dr. Rhoda and Professor Marty. Welcome back. Today's episode is on repetition. Welcome back. Today's episode is on repetition. Dr. Rhoda once again uh, is talking on this aspect of memory. And this is the third and final episode with uh, the discussion on, once again, repetition. Dr. Rhoda. Yeah, so our goal with these three podcasts, Professor Marty, is to help us become better at memorizing. So what goes into memorizing? Our last two podcasts explained how focus and understanding are two essential elements in being able to memorize effectively. Today we're going to discuss the third necessary element, and that is repetition. Or as you said, repetition. <laughs> that was clever. <laughs> if you want to get better at playing the piano, what do you need to do? Play more piano. If you want to become more fluent in Spanish, what do you need to do? Speak more Spanish. It's one of the reasons immersion trips are so effective when learning a new language, right? Mm-hmm. We're immersed in the language. We hear it over and over and over again. There is not a shortcut. Based on the way our brain works, if you want to commit something to memory, you must repeat it over and over and over again. And I think that's a really valuable point because we are trained sometimes to take the path of least resistance, Mm -hmm. just cut to the chase and get it done. But the reality is exactly what you said. Uh, There are no shortcuts. Regardless of what we would like, it takes time. Our brain likes to nibble at little bits of information over time. So as you repeat something over and over and over again, over time, it transitions from short-term to long-term memory. And that's just, that happens through repetition. So what's going on in our brains? Let's just dive a little bit deeper into this. You and I have about 86 billion neurons, give or take. A neuron's a fancy word for a brain cell. And when two of those neurons connect, we call this a synapse. And that is when a thought happens. The more that thought happens, the easier it becomes. That synapse gets like super wired. There's a uh, saying with psychology that says the, the, the neurons that fire together, wire together. When something fires enough time, eventually, at times eventually it wires together. So let's just take this in a scenario. When you were learning two plus two equals four, originally you really had to think about it. But then you thought that thought over and over again. You did flashcards, you had little manipulatives, here's two jelly beans and two more jelly beans, and now I have four jelly beans. You had time tests that you did over and over again. I dreaded those when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, But as you did this, you developed a solid neural pathway. So now it has become automatic. Uh, We call this automaticity. You don't even have to think about it anymore. And I think when you talk about automaticity, oftentimes when we're able to achieve that point, we don't even realize Mm -hmm. it's another reinforcement of learning. And so I probably, the number of touch points on a set topic that actually is, goes into our deep memory, Mm -hmm. is probably quite high. Yeah. This automaticity, this basic memorization is the foundation for future critical thinking. You can't go into the place where critical thinking happens and really analyze and evaluate and process and create new thoughts unless you have the basic building blocks. And so you have to be able to memorize basic content. You know, if you're going to get into a foreign language, you have to you have to memorize the vocabulary before you can get into speaking it. If you're going to understand biology, you have to understand the terminology before you can go on and apply it. So that memorization at that beginning entry level is so crucial to build future critical thinking on. 
Okay, and this is so interesting to me because when we look at test scores, you have some students who can do very well, then they're ready with the foundation for the next level, mm -hmm. and others who really haven't taken the time, they do well, but because they haven't learned it well, mm -hmm. uh, they really struggle because they don't have that foundational understanding. Yeah. This is a little bit of a different topic, but every year I have several freshmen as they're transitioning to college that I work with very extensively. They've always been good at memorizing. And now in college, they're having to do more critical thinking, more application, mm -hmm. and they struggle with it. But, they're like, but I've always been an A student. I've always been able to, yep, you've always been able to memorize, but that's not the same. Mm -hmm. But it's the building block. It's if you can memorize, block. then we can start building towards critical thinking skills. Here's an analogy that helps me understand how this works. You know when an animal first walks across a field, like in the spring, there's just this, the, the grass gets knocked down a little bit, gets, it gets uh, tamped, tamped down. And there's like just this really slight trail as the animal goes back and forth. But the animal continues to walk that trail day after day after day after day, several times a day. That trail gets really evident. And then other animals come along, you know. So the fox started it, and then there's a coyote, and then there's a deer. And as all those animals go past it, I'm visioning my walk on the lakefront in the morning. I see these trails. And as that gets uh, tamped down more and more and more and more, it gets it's thicker and wider and more solid and really easy to see. Now, as I understand it, Oftentimes throughout history, those paths that animals have made eventually become footpaths for humans. Mm -hmm. And we walk those. And then eventually, it's like a dirt road. And then eventually, they put gravel down on it. And then eventually, they pave it. And some of our super highways today started with the path that the animals took through the pastures. It, right? it, it is really, really fascinating when you go on trips because every once in a while, you can see where there was an old bridge mm -hmm. built still standing. And right next to it is is the interstate the just yeah. built on the same pathway yep. moving forward. So that's kind of how the neural pathways in our in our brains work. When you first think a thought, the first time you thought two plus two equals four, it was just like the grass was just barely tamped down between those on that neural pathway. There wasn't much there. And then the more you think that thought over and over and over again, it becomes wider and thicker and richer. And pretty soon, it doesn't even really require much energy. It doesn't require much thought. It's just become automatic. It's become a super highway of thought. Okay, so that's what our goal is in memorization. We have to repeat it over and over and over again. Um, ideally, repeat it once an hour throughout the first day and then repeat it for every once every day for seven days and it gets locked in there pretty good. I mean, if you think back to when you first learned how to drive a car, here's the one that's just always I think of with automaticity. Um, when you were first learning how to drive a car, you had to think about everything. So you're teaching young people how to drive a car right now, right? Yes. You have to think through every step of the process, right? Foot on the brake, turn the key. Yes, and so I, I will share two stories. Um, I have driven for so long in mm -hmm. automaticity. Mm -hmm. I never thought when explaining to one of my children not to be named, when I said, hey, you're at the point now where you can take your foot off the brake and put it on the gas, it never registered to me that they would take their foot off the brake, look down while they're rolling forward, and try to figure out where the gas pedal was. <laughs> and the other the other quick story, I just have to, because this just happened, yeah. okay, with, with Grenada, uh -huh. one of the teachers was, was stateside, and stopped at our house briefly, and when they left, because in Grenada, yeah, they, they, they obviously drive on the other side of the road from mm -hmm. an American perspective. Mm -hmm. They went right <laughs> off know. the road, down the road, and they were on the wrong side. For an American, they were on the wrong side of the road. I thought, 
Yikes. Oh boy, that really yeah, was became automatic. For yeah, them. automatic yeah. for them. I know my first time driving in Ireland. Uh, drive on the opposite side of the road of us and then you have roundabouts are very common there oh, I... so as you enter the roundabout you enter to your left so and roundabouts were just coming in new here and i would have to think when i came to a roundabout now is it to the right or to the left because you just i had driven equally on both the same amount of time is to this day i still think okay right go to the right road, and you're right. here so so <laughs> yeah. you made it <laughs> that we, we things just click in we do them over and over again and they just become normal uh, I remember my high school or my college softball coach uh, in college. She used to always say, "Practice makes permanent." Doesn't make perfect, but it makes permanent. In fact, she would have us sometimes when we were working on our batting, the the process of our batting swing, like I'm right-handed. She would have me bat left-handed, so that I wouldn't do it automatically, and I would have to think about every single step of the way. Right. So sometimes you don't want to be automatic if you're trying to break something down and really understand it. But if you're really trying to just commit it to memory over and over and over again, making it automatic. They're, it's just not rocket science. It's just what you have to do. Repeat it over and over. So in review, if you want to be able to remember some new information, you need to be able to focus or concentrate. And that's a learned skill. And we can get better at it with practice. And if you want to learn more about tips and ideas on how to focus, you can listen to episode number 56. And then we need to be able to understand what we're learning to have different schemas to hang that on. We talk about that, tips for that in episode number 57. And now today we've learned that we have to spend time with that new information. As I said, it's not rocket science. There aren't really hidden secrets. If you want to get better at something, you must spend more time doing it. Do it over and over and over again the way you want it done. And for instance, if you want to be better at dribbling a basketball, trapping a soccer ball, cooking, or playing the trombone, the key is spend more time doing it. In this case, spend more time with the information you're learning. Repeat it over and over until it becomes automatic, and then you're golden. But now you got to make sure you get a good night's sleep so that it transitions from short-term memory into long-term memory. You can go back to episode 21 to learn more about that. This is kind of fun that we're getting an archive yeah, of episodes yes, we can yes, refer it to. Yes, huh? And it's nice for, for the listener because you can just jump to where you want to listen, yeah. whatever the episode, and, and, and pick the key information. What's relevant and pertinent to you and your learners or your children at that time, right? Thank you, Dr. Rhoda, and, and thank you, listeners, uh, for, for making this possible for us. Our goal in Five to Thrive is to equip and support educators and parents as they help each child develop to his or her full God-given potential. So here are five key takeaways uh, from today's episode. Number one, you know, these episodes have all been dealing with memorization. Number one, remember that focus is a learned skill. Number two, remember that understanding takes time and is also a learned skill. And this builds all the way up to number three with repetition. Repetition with those two preceding it is also a learned skill. Number four, remember the phrase neurons that fire together, wire together. And number five, for all of this to happen, you just really need to get a good night's sleep uh, so your brain can nibble and process the information. Thanks for taking the time to learn with us. Let us know how you're doing. If you have questions, challenges, or successes you want to share, please let us know through the comment section of our website. May your week be blessed.